Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Change Your Mind. Um, I'd like to welcome all our returning listeners and a special welcome to all those new listeners, okay? Very important. We keep growing that listener base. Uh, my name's Carl Schilling, and I'm your host facilitator in our journey to maximize the power of your creative mind, okay? Now, this morning, before we get started, I would like to mention once again in his book, The Referral of a Lifetime, great book, you should read it, everybody, especially if you're a salesperson out there, uh, Tim Templeton tells us that everyone knows 250 people. That means you. That means me. That means everyone. We all know 250 people. We don't think so, but we do, okay? So I want to challenge you to share 10 minutes to change your mind with everyone you know. Let them know if you find it valuable. Now, of course, if you don't, I understand, but you probably wouldn't listen if you didn't find it valuable. So please share it with others. You know, tell them they can find us on Spotify, Anchor, uh, or even Google, okay? You'll be helping with the mission of really changing our society so people start to use the power of their mind, okay? Now, this morning, sometimes I, I, I like to start with a little bit of a rant, you know, something that really is aggravating me, and I find... Um, uh, today, living in a changed world in our society, there is quite a bit to be aggravated about. So um, part of it, part of it, a biggest part of it is that people just refuse to think. Uh, Groupthink is just crushing our society. It's turning us into a really, really mediocre society. And there's like a worship of mediocrity. The conformity, the great conformity in our society is that everybody would think alike. Everybody would march to the tune of one thought, okay? Um, and, and some of the thoughts are just really reckless in their, in their behavior. Of course, people don't want to be racist. Of course, people want to help other people. Of course, people are concerned with other people. But the nonsense that comes out of the mouths of leadership and people, uh, you know, with these things and trying to get people to be in lockstep with a certain mindset and ideology is just nonsense, it's total nonsense, and it's 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 actually destroying the society. The society has become a mediocre, uh, you know, mixture of human uh, of human of, of human uh, resource. It, it's really it's really saddening to see people who are uh, struggle with victimization and consider themselves a victim, and need all kinds of help in order for them not to be perceived a victim in their own mind. It's not a perception from others. No one else is judging them as a victim. But in their own mind, they're judging themselves. So it's time for people to break away and think properly. Twelve years ago, I started a firm called the Advocacy Network. And the reason for that firm was to eliminate all forms of financial victimization, to uh, basically uh, inoculate, you know, people, you know, and insulate them from financial victimization. To date, we've saved $15 million. I'm very proud of that. We've helped a lot of people avoid becoming financial victims. Now, when I started that firm, the reasons were pretty evident. Over $250 billion a year was being lost to forms of fraud and uh, scams. Okay, forget predatory sales tactics. They weren't even counting the money lost by predatory sales tactics, either uh, uh, financial advisory uh, uh, scams or, you know, basically people who give out bad advice, you know, consistently. Those things were not even being considered, okay? If you would have thrown those things in, it would have been double the amount of, uh, of losses, okay? So basically, uh, it, it's, a, it's a sad thing to see all this victimization. But what we did was we uh, I wrote a book called You Might Be Getting Scammed When, and I tried to help the victim understand 
the uh, the, the steps and how they get victimized. Now, the, there's very intelligent people, highly educated people with doctoral degrees and people who are very smart and people who are very wealthy, who are victimized every single day. And most of them are victimized. When I wrote that book, we interviewed uh, Bernie uh, Madoff, uh, some, you know, the ones who would talk to us. Usually only 17% of the victims will ever even mention this to police or anybody because of the shame, the guilt, and, and, and just the basic, uh, uh, the, their own basic tenets that they don't want nobody to know this happened to them. So therefore, it's hard to eliminate these. And con men and people who run this, they know this. They know that people don't like to talk to others about it. Well, anyway, we interviewed about 16 of the Bernie Madoff victims. And lo and behold, they had not been victimized just once. They'd been victimized over three times, and each time to the tune of more than $100,000. Some of them were also part of the Stanford uh, Ponzi scheme out of Houston. So at the same time that they were getting victimized by Bernie Madoff, they were being victimized by Stanford out in Houston. So it's really kind of incredible, okay, the mindset that goes along with this victimization. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about money because it's so important. And by the way, most of what we do here at 10 Minutes to Change Your Mind is going to be about your financial health, about becoming financially independent, because that's really what happens with success, okay? Only 5% of our society becomes financially independent. There's a lot of reasons for that, okay? But those things, those reasons have never changed. Still, 95% of our society ends up being either financially dependent at best, either totally broke, okay? Or in some cases, unfortunately, they didn't live long enough to even be measured in that, in that measurement if they wait till the age of 65 and older. So basically, there's been three reasons. There's three great myths about money I'm going to share with you, but those three myths are part of the problem. This is how victimization is created. This is what it really uh, shows up in being a financial victim. The first one is that money is going to change my life. No, nope, no, nope, sorry, folks. That is one of the biggest uh, fallacies out there, okay? Money is neither good nor bad. Money is neither positive nor negative. Money is simply a measurement of value. It is a piece of paper that uh, at this point is a promissory note from a government that says that they will back and honor that piece of paper with nothing else behind it. And basically, that's currency. Okay, but money in itself is value. The truth of money is when someone traded a horse for two pigs, there was value. The pigs and the horse all had value, and they had an equal amount of value based on a trade, on a barter. Okay, so money, neither good nor bad, money is what you make of it. But here's the thing. In order to accumulate great money, one needs to uh, have skills and talents. One needs to think for themselves. One needs to become an independent thinker. There is nothing in the world today that was created by a mediocre mind. I dare you now to find me one thing. You email me and find me one mediocre mind that changed the world, that did something so powerful they changed the world. There is no mediocre mind. Now, there are great minds, and great minds were not born. They were not uh, established upon birth. They weren't promised because of education. They weren't promised because of the people they know. No, great minds come from independent thinking. Great minds come from people who choose to create greatness for themselves. Okay, the second great myth is the myth that you can get rich quick. The thing behind every financial scam is the point that you can get rich quick. 
that is uh, sometimes attached to greed. It's sometimes attached to other maybe characteristic uh, weaknesses in somebody's character, character flaw, but it's always there. Everybody loves a great get rich quick scheme. Come on now, everybody, anybody, everybody can fall for a great get rich quick scheme because you can get rich quick. Well, you can't. So that doesn't happen. All right. And the third point is the overnight success. And the overnight success is a corollary to the get rich quick. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the financial environment's filled with attraction to the overnight success, but there is no such thing. Again, the lottery winner, we'll look at it real quick. The lottery winner is not a person of success, nor is that a winner of an overnight deal. On average, most lottery winners spend 20% of their incomes weekly in pursuit of winning. And they have long periods of buying prior to winning. Add to that the fact that over 90% of all lottery winners end up bankrupt and you have a much different reality than the romance of winning a lottery. No, you may win the lottery and you may have a rich uncle somewhere who dies and leaves you a lot of money, but that's about the only way you're going to have an overnight success. So get to the point where you realize that money does not change your life, will not change your life positively or negatively. It is what it is. And you just have a measurement of success and understand that there's no such thing as getting rich quick and no such thing as overnight success. And you make yourself victim proof. You are totally victim proof at that point. If you can live with the fact that these three great myths exist. Well, there you go for this morning. I do want to share with everybody, please make sure that you do your own thinking. Okay. Work hard on some of these principles. Try to think for yourself, be creative, find the explosive material of greatness that's, that exists within you, in your own mind. Don't listen to everybody else. Don't conform to the thought process that everyone else out there has. Think for yourself. Think, use your mind every day. I'll speak to you in the morning. Take care now.